me. Episode 366. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. You know, just like when I used to watch the Batman TV show, Batman 66, when I was growing up and it was in syndication, I would always wait. I would hope to see the alternate opening to what I was expecting because I knew then it would be a season, an episode from the season that featured Batgirl in the show. So, you know, there was a slight variant. And in case you guys haven't noticed, when Trent's not here, the intro changes because it also leaves out the entire uh, little preamble bit of... You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. Because I'm a crappy editor. But regardless, it doesn't matter. I'm still here. And thankfully, uh, I am not alone. Everyone, please do me a favor. Welcome with us tonight on this special episode of NetHeads. Uh, We've got Tony sitting in again. So, Tony, I don't know if you want to be Mr. Marvelite or Tony, because he's got like a secret identity and stuff. You know? I has no, there's no secret. There's no secret whatsoever. Well, but I it's pretty okay, much but, call me whatever you want. I, I I appreciate Tony. You know, I'm more than just Mr. Marvelite. You know what? You know what? I appreciate Tony too. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Will. Thank you. Uh, you know who is also appreciating me right now? We have got, uh, we've got trauma in the building, and I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to lift my dog up on camera. Because I do not want to uh, be victimized again, but also he is in a state of distress. Um, Benjamin, he's my corgi. He's a fluffy corgi, so he's got long hair. It almost makes him honestly look like a really miniature collie in some ways. <laughs> I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Anyway, he uh, he is not a fa- fan of loud sounds. Uh, he's not a fan of loud noises or things that he's not used to. He's a bit of what we could call a scaredy cat for a dog. All right, Tony? And I can understand. Yeah. And so tonight I made my wife really wanted Tuscan soup. I was supposed to make it for lunch. I screwed up. I didn't. Great thing to do day after Valentine's Day. And then uh, I, so I've made the soup for dinner. And not only does that mean there are several things beeping because I make it in the Instant Pot, but I don't know if you've used an Instant Pot. If you do what they call a quick release, dirtier than we mean it to sound, it uh, is quick venting of the steam and pressure that's built up in the Instant Pot. You with me? Yes. Yes, I am. And the, the moment that steam hit, he just freaked out. So he has been by my side now for the better part of a half hour. The only thing that scares me is that when he sits this close, I've got those uh, rollerblade wheels on my chair. Oh, so there's a risk of rolling over a tail or something. Yeah. Or in his case, his tail was docked when he was a puppy, but he has got so much long. You know what? I'm going to risk it. Come here, bud. Please don't bite. Just keep him away from your nose. I know. I'm sorry. 
you made that a little awkward though for those that Probably. haven't seen benjamin in a while here is what he looks like now he's so used, big yeah he's a he is a bit of a moose for the breed but uh as you can see now smile at the camera benjamin and we can use this for the thumbnail but you got to hold still you got to look over there close hey, enough Steve. hi <laughs> so he uh as you can see very long fur and that's the uh the fluffy yep. jean coming out in him so he doesn't look like your typical corgi but he is also completely terrified and now that i've picked him up he's probably going to go to the bed or somewhere by the door you okay i feel bad for him i really do because we're supposed to be their protectors and their guardians and it's supposed to be a safe environment but um you're walking in front of lights and screwing up the background now bro okay <laughs> these are the problems we deal with anyway folks welcome another edition of heads like i said my name is will and i'm tony thank you sir uh Lots going on in the world, lots of things to talk about, lots of things to bore you about. Uh, but Tony, I don't know if you know this, uh, but right now we are in an interesting time technology-wise. Do you know why? Oh, because there's so much new technology and there's a race now for augmented reality and virtual reality. Yeah, man. I uh, By the way, uh, after my last appearance on... Um, fandoms which will be happening again if you're hearing this tonight uh will be happening again tomorrow night uh over on the nerd initiative channel and you can find me there co-hosting with tony tomorrow and that is at 5 p.m pacific time 8 p.m eastern time correct yes and we're gonna be talking about amusement parks with uh jason vaughn the uh co the content creator that does fat tested travel and for people like me we appreciate people going to the parks and figuring out what seats fit and which ones don't Oh my gosh, man. That is the moment the minute you said fat tested travel, I'm like, you know, I'm 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 back in my fat man pants. So let's just say he's the hero. He's, he may not be the hero we wanted, but he's the hero we needed. Yeah, definitely. Uh it, it's so nice that somebody's taking the bullet for us. Uh but technology wise, yes, there is lots and lots of, of competition right now because a gauntlet was basically like really thrown down. I know that the MetaQuest 3 did uh, have the benefit of augmented reality in it, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Apple Vision Pro came out to uh, mm -hmm. throw down the gauntlet and say, this is what is capable. This is what's available. Uh, but interestingly enough, uh, we're also in the window. Users have up to 14 days to return the Apple Vision Pro and... They They're are doing it. Yeah, yeah. We are we're hearing reports uh now. I've seen reported. Okay, look, I glanced at a headline, all right, and maybe read the first uh first paragraph of the article, but but right now there are people because you know, mind you, thirty five hundred dollar headset, okay, thirty five hundred dollar set a really expensive looking ski goggles. On the low end, thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're getting the most basic with the lowest memory. Not, 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 not a, not a, not a small drop in a buck. I mean, that's a down payment on a car, right? When you yeah. think about it, that, that's yeah. why I, I can't put things in, in terms fact, like that. In fact, the car we just got this last year, we didn't even put that much of a down payment on it. There you go. So, so, yeah. so it's understandable if something is that expensive, if it can, if it can pass the, is it really worth it test? And in this case, a lot of Apple users apparently are saying, no, it isn't, because although it's very cool, rumor has it very uncomfortable. I don't know if you've heard this feedback yet. 
Yeah, well, it's not just uncomfortable. It's it's also there was there was a complaints of the weight when it first came out that it was heavier than most headsets. There is also the eye strain and headaches that it's inducing with some people. And that has a lot to do with the fact that people who don't have experience with VR or AR are going to are, are going to get motion sickness, eye, eye strain and, and headaches. Dude. I I I tried my last appearance on fandoms as I was trying to say that you know I I did get my my VR headset uh, charged back up and I did put the minions uh, wrap on it as promised because you had shown me your awesome Ready Player One oh, yeah. wrap but I I'm like no wait a second I didn't even yeah, thought wraps cool. are possible on these things so what did I immediately do I immediately ran online. And, and I got the Minions-themed one. Now, there's yours. It looks really cool. Look, it's like, the, oh, look, he's logging in. It's so nice. Mine are in the other room, but it's a, the, now, I, I've now, now turned it also, into Minion goggles. Now, let me also, that was not the first thing I did. Now, here's, here's let me let me derail this for a second because I, I want to be very Good. clear. People who are complaining about VR headsets, AR headsets, hmm. it's not just to the MetaQuest. I want to I advise a, a couple things. People complain about battery packs. I bought a battery pack. One of the first things I did, this can help me go on. I turn this on here and this charges, this keeps this charged for a long time. And the bat, the, this won't pull off of this normal battery until this wears out. And then on top of that, let me turn that off. Um, I also got one of these things right here, which you can charge and it actually blows air into the eye section of the goggles so that you're not sweating causing condensation, you know, fogging up the screen. Um, I changed out these way before um, the, the actual face mat, um, before they sent out the, the, the adaptations. So there are things that you can do to make it more comfortable um, and to make it more feasible. But no matter where you are in your, um, your, your VR, AR journey, you're you're going to have to do it slowly. And a lot of people who are probably sending their stuff back are doing it because they're jumping right in. I mean, let's face it. you If you've seen some of the videos, they've got their entire house mapped out with a big screen with with the the um, augmented displays, uh, a to a to do list in the in the refrigerator. You know, when you walk through your house and they're wearing these goggles long term, not understanding that you have to kind of build up a resilience to it. When I first got, got the, uh, when it was the Oculus Quest, uh, the MetaQuest, I remember the first thing I did, I almost face first planted into the ground because I decided to do the ISS, the, the space station, um, you know, the free tour thing. And was it was, was so discombobulated, if you want to say it, from the actual... Um, from the actual experience that I lost my center of, of, of gravity and motion sickness and headaches are, are kind of with on on par with the technology. Well, especially in a situation described right there, because not only is there the actual depth of field, your vision's distance from the screen, mm -hmm. but then it's creating an artificial depth perception as well with the video pass through of the world around you. So, 
you know, your, your eyes are still just looking at something that's inches away from them, but, you know, giving the impression of, oh, it's off in the distance. And now I'm, I have walked towards it and creating the artificial depth that you're seeing with. So, you know, it's, it's, it, that's the reason why they're getting pissed off saying, don't drive with it, don't drive. And it's part of the reason why I am still trying to get through, uh, the, the Iron Man VR game because oh yeah that would that would that would make trying to go from not playing for a long period of time see see they got me two ways it was the Iron Man VR game and I was a beta tester for the Among Us VR game oh wow and that one I almost threw up on because I just was so out of out of practice it had been months since I used my goggles um. I guess or I guess I should say headset. But here's another interesting thing and that I don't think a lot of people people consider. Well, how many people do you think now in this day and time have had LASIKs? I would say a lot. I know I wear glasses just because I can't do it, but I know there are a lot of people that like I can think of easily two in my family alone. And if you don't understand LASIK surgery does not make both eyes perfect if you have if you're nearsighted and farsighted what it does is it adjusts one eye for one type of vision and it adjusts the other eye for another type of vision and so if you're working normal like every day you know doing normal duties or normal tasks your eyes will eventually adjust because it has that depth of field to be able to figure out you know how to balance that's why they you know make you wait a little bit after the surgery um, and they don't expect you to have perfect vision when you first come out. But when you're wearing VR goggles and like my uncle, um, we had this issue, they can't focus. And so there's increased eye strain. If you have LASIK surgery, you can't do, you can't do a virtual reality. Oh, and wow. no one warns you about that. No, I, I had, I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. That's disconcerting. That's a little upsetting, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, well. Uh, but good to know. Yeah, I know that was uh, one of the things because I was I had originally put the glasses adapter onto my quest, but then I quickly discovered that it, it it wasn't it didn't look right with me wearing glasses. And the reason why is because my glasses are made to correct for for distance. And realistically, I was looking at something right there. I learned I don't I don't need to use my glasses for my quest and nor should I. So no, uh, no. And that's the thing. Like, like I, I wear contacts and that's the best option unless you're willing to pay for prescription lenses. But I mean, we've been sold this idea that Lasix is this cure all, you know, you know, process to, to have good vision. They don't tell you what you can't do. I mean, even 3d, like you can't go to a 3d movie. You can't do that. Like there are so many different things that, just completely throw you off and you know that's going to be one of the barriers that they have to get by are you gonna to have to get prescription lenses just because you have corrective eye surgery i mean i mean technically speaking the situation you're describing yeah you would need you'd be able to use like an oculus quest or whatever they're called now uh but you would you'd be able to use one but with prescription lenses in them that corrected for the correction you've got going on exactly Oh God, I'm I'm gonna get a nosebleed trying to figure that one out. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's gonna. I I never, never anticipated the fact that nor nor could have I even conceptualized the fact that an Apple product like this, which already the coverage that we were getting 
in the news about it was, you know, hey, it may be a launch, but, you know, the heyday of, like, the iPhone releases is long gone. Like, I think they specifically reported that they had a high associate to customer count when it came to geniuses wandering around the store. So, I, you know, that in itself, like, it wasn't a major rollout because you didn't have people beating down the door, but now also to have an Apple product that is more than likely going to be generously returned. I mean, it's a little bit of a mm-hmm. shock to me. Yeah, except for the reu the reu or was it the uh, the used market uh should get a good uptick. Uh you know, the certified refurbished stuff, you just go oh, look yeah. at Best Buy. You know, that's where that's where the rest of us are going to be able to afford these things. And that's the, that is the very first thing I thought about when we when I they talked about these returns happening instantly I was like I bet you can get them for like twenty four hundred now. <laughs> oh, suddenly yeah, that's that, reasonable oh my though. That, Come that's on. still too much. That's still too much. Like I'll be honest with you, uh, the uh, now I don't know if you saw this. Mark Zuckerberg actually tried the the uh, the Vision Pros. Um, he actually tried one, and he said, though it's pretty interesting technology. It's it's nothing. It's nothing better than a MetaQuest three. And honestly, I can agree to that. The only the only thing that a that a, uh, a Apple Vision Pro has going over a MetaQuest three is there's going to be better connectivity to your Apple devices already. But then the other thing is going to be the fact that it aesthetically looks nicer than the MetaQuest. Which honestly, when you've got it on your face, it doesn't really matter. And that glass aesthetic. Um, has already been, been proven to be nothing other than just for for the looks. Someone actually dropped their their Vision Pros and shattered that in, entire front glass. It didn't do anything to affect the use of the device. It's just a literal cover over the screen. You're paying for it to look like Ready Player One. That's all you're doing. And honestly, for like twenty five bucks. <laughs> Or you can look like an idiot wearing minion goggles. I'm still thinking about. I love yours. I love yours, by the way. I, it's, I, it's so nice. I'm seriously thinking about getting like one of those yellow head socks to wear when I'm wearing it and getting a pair of overalls. So that way. You, you don't want to do that because it's going to get too hot. Okay. You know, you'll get hot and sweaty and miserable. And let's face it. If you have you ever played like how how long is your longest like let's say gameplay time that you've in had that on the thing, it's only been like I would say an hour, maybe an hour fifteen. Okay, so you know, because it's really—I mean, let's face it—it it is a difficult thing to use when there are other people around, right? Which I guess for me, because I have a basement, I—it's I, a little bit easier for me to just be secluded from everybody else. But I will say this: um, Vader Immortal, Galaxy's Edge. Those caused me to consume so much time. And then on top of that, I don't know what it is, but if you haven't installed Rec Room on your your quest, uh, you need to do it because just playing laser tag and paintball is is absolutely everything other than the the eight year olds trash talking you during your while you're playing. I can put I'm already used I've I've played Fortnite, so I'm used to that kind of stuff anyway. Uh, Actually, I haven't I don't know that I have Rec Room on mine. I know it's free. But I believe I've also, uh, as a point of contention from before, I believe I've I friend requested you. Yeah, 
I think I, I think I accept it. I don't okay. know if I've been on since you did it, but I will yeah, double check. Ditto. I haven't put mine on anyway. So, <laughs> so hey, good to know there. Okay, Tony. So now uh, yeah. the other thing too that I wanted to talk about. I'm trying to make up my mind on something. Lately, I've had uh, 3D printer woes. Okay. Okay. I, I have had bad, bad experiences. First off, uh, one of them, I was using. Well, let me. Let me start by saying I was trying to use filaments to make something look interesting and cool, right? And then afterwards, I discovered one of them basically said, hey, you know what? Uh, we really recommend a 0.6 millimeter nozzle instead of a 0.4 for this to ensure you don't avoid mm. jams. And I found that out way too late. So I took one printer out of, out of commission completely, right? And okay. then... Before I had made that discovery, I had switched or I just had built up in another one and my gears got all gunked up and I ended up having to put in a new hot end that I've been putting off putting in. In other words, it was a lot big challenge to bring you what I'm trying to bring you today. And to, honestly, at our age, getting your gears gunked up is an is, is pretty much an everyday thing. Yeah, man. And it's just embarrassing, too. Um, so last week on the show. I had uh, basically premiered, if you will, uh, the latest in my line of pointless robots to own. These are Ortomies, okay? They're just okay. little blocks. That's that's all they are. They make little noises. This one is this one is scared because of the way he's shaking. Uh, but this is it. This is what they do. So they just sit there. They are a true desk robot because it's really not easy to travel with. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't move. So last week, I had an idea, and my first idea, and this is the filament that got me into trouble, but I'm like, <laughs> what is the one thing that would be like a good contrast to technology just sitting on my desk? And I figured, you know what? What if you class... Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, it, it has traction issues. But what if you put and made a little a tiny... pedestal? Roman pedestal? Roman column pedestal that's that's right? funny and then you're like oh but wait a second what if you also had like that black glitter one so that way you could have a nice contrast and pop against the purple one because that's a I'm you gonna, see the film i'm gonna be honest with you yeah. i don't even know if they make it but but just watching this what if you made it it made them both into like little piranha plants like almost like have them like a little pot and you have two Oh, two stems. And then they be the little buds at the top. You can even give them like petals and stuff that they can sit on. Like they look like little flowers. Oh, that's a clever idea. That's what I was thinking is that like the next ridiculous project I would probably start on would be modeling things for these. Mm -hmm. But so far I came up with these columns, which, which other than busting my printers working really well. But then I thought, well, you know, I would really like to, to have them, somewhere in the background with the other robots, right? So that way they could all be on the island of neglect uh, and being ignored. But then I, I thought, okay, well, what if I did found something kind of hexagonal to fit Hold in on. there? Hold yeah. on, you call it the island of neglect? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> you know, this it's behind me. It's not like I'm paying attention to anything back it's here. It's like the island of misfit robots, basically, at this point. Yeah, that's what it's becoming. So the other thing I was thinking is I found these cool hex 
shelves that you could print out. They're actually, they print bigger. I sized it down. So that way then, uh, this one would be a good contrast for it because the black one's just going to vanish on it. Uh, but I was thinking this and I, and I had a tricolor filament that does red, blue, and green. So that way I could have something that would kind of match what this is usually lit up as. And this way they could just be hanging out on the wall. So like, that's it, cool. Yeah. That's well. And that way and I kind of get, it kind of goes with your nano leaf back there. Exactly. And, and that way also it, it kind of makes them a part of, uh, of the same robot area. And more importantly, uh, the column can't be, or the columns can easily be knocked over. If these are on the wall, they're never going to get messed with. And they're also going to get forgotten, yeah. but that's not. Yeah, because you because because imagine this: you sit them on the actual ca you know counter, and then find somehow vector decides to pick them up and throw them off the edge. Well, what I what I mentioned last week with Trent that I really want to do: there is a file to where you can put one of those robots into you three D print basically a new version of Vector's Cube, and mm -hmm. that way, uh, the robot could have a toy robot. But then, you know, that's... That's meta. Yeah, exactly. You're getting into too much. Uh, uh, Matt Got Hose, interesting name, uh, is uh, telling us he is hyped for Deadpool 3. Uh, what are your cameo predictions? Do you think... Oh, man. Do you, th do you think they're going to go heavy cameo, or do you think they're actually going to really just mess with us and not go cameo at all? Oh, I think they're absolutely going to do they're going to heavy cameo. I don't think it's going to necessarily be the MCU. They're cameoing. I think it's, I think it's literally going to be Wade Wilson going through all of the, fro the Fox like MCU or Marvel properties, like killing them off. I, I really think that's what it's going to be. So you're going to see fan four stick. You're going to see, you know, the fantastic four from like 2005. Um, I could see them going back and like, even, you know, like we already saw their the hints of first class. So the, the only thing that would be hilarious is if like his first order is to actually go back and they 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 use that whole montage of him going back in time and ending, you know, the Wade Wilson of X-Men's origins. Like they actually put that in as part of, you know, the actual movie for Deadpool Wolverine. Well, that's the interesting thing about what it it looks like is it literally it's an entire movie that's an expanded script of that idea right except, exactly except for the whole part about you know a cuddling baby hitler um now what did what did you what did you what did you think about the uh, the secret wars comic at the um in that one scene when he's laying on the ground uh, well, I mean, that's that's aptly self-referential. But the thing is, I don't believe anything I see in trailers anymore. I don't because they can they can do whatever they want. The final but product. Be, but they could be sued for doing it. Like, no, no. Literally... That, the, that case got dismissed. Oh, it did. Yes. Yeah, so oh, so they're oh, not that good because because I was going to I was going to put a class action suit against Morbius. Ooh, speaking of which, Madam Web came out, right? Yeah. You mean Morbius 2.0? Yeah, or or no Morbius, please. <laughs> um, I I know that that our, that our good friend uh, Marvelous Johnny uh, saw the movie and and his his review. I want my money back. I want my time back. I want my money yeah. back. That'll yeah, that'll I say enough. I don't know if his article has already been posted on on Nerd Initiative, but it, I I know it was scathing. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, I don't trust and I don't watch any of the Sony properties unless it's like, oh, look, I can watch Venom 2 or 3 here on, you know, my for free through some mm-hmm. service I'm already paying for. That's the situation I will watch those movies. But I, I have not seen Morbius. I have not seen uh, – I won't go see Madam Web. I will not even go see Craven. I will not see Craven. Well, let, let me say this. I saw Morbius. Now, I joke about – like I had COVID when I saw it, and it was like a year ago at least. But honestly, thinking back on it, when I got to the point where – because I, I went into it knowing that the Spider-Man references from the trailers didn't exist. So after I got past that initial outrage and I sat and I watched the film and I didn't expect it to be a Marvel film, there were lots of things that I actually really enjoyed in it. Um, it's not it's not a bad sci-fi film. It's just not a good superhero film. And if you just take it as like some type of B list horror film or like this is soft horror, it's okay. This is so much shoe leather you're having to spend to walk us down to a path of Morbius being acceptable. It's because just like Sony, you have to have your will broken to be able to really. I don't understand what the hell they're doing. And I don't understand how they're doing it so bad. But. Well, okay. So fan four stick. Fox had to do another uh, Fantastic Four film or else they would have lapsed on their contract with Marvel and the property rights would have gone back to them. And we would have had, we would have, and I'll be honest with you, we probably would not have had a Disney Fox merger if they would have defaulted on at least Fantastic Four. But in order to make sure that they didn't default, they made fan forcing. They knew it wasn't a good film, but they made it anyway. What do you what do you, wait, as, what do you keep re- referring to it as? Fan four stick. Fan four stick. Do you do you not remember the cut the uh, the 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 logo for Fantastic Four? I blocked everything out, man. No, hold on a second. Hold on. I, I, I mean, you got to see that the whole thing. Uh, and and he's... unfortunately, I have it because I'm a Marvel shill, supposedly. Okay. He still he can't hear me right now though. Got to wait for that. Now he can hear me. <laughs> Fan four stick. <laughs> okay, I get it now. I understand where you're coming from. For those that don't know, that uh, or those that aren't seeing it, we're we're referring to the Josh Trank Fantastic Four movie. Or Wait. more like Josh Tank, because that's what his career did after this. Yeah. Well. Eh. It's it. What's really interesting, though, is if you see, oh. um, what was the name of the movie he did with Michael B. Jordan? It was like the superhero one. Oh, Chronicle. Chronicle. If you Which see, was a great film. Yeah, and if you see Chronicle right before you see Fantastic Four, you see a lot of the same elements and a lot of the same themes kind of Mm -hmm. played out at least for the earlier part of the film uh and so you know i uh, that again just leaves a question what the hell but speaking of fantastic four we i mean look did did, 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 trank stay for the whole film or did he i thought he christian bailed out of it 
I don't know if he did or not. I, I don't know. If only we had some massive interconnected web, if you will, of computers that we could reference for that. We might now you know. sound like me when I talk to my wife. But I don't I don't have such a tool right now because I am the tool. Um first of all, the Super Bowl brought us that wonderful you know, we're even though we did refer to it here as Deadpool Three, it's it is now officially Deadpool and Wolverine. So it's just it's right there on Front Street, folks. They're not messing around. They want you to know this is Deadpool and Wolverine. Both of them are in here. It's going to be grand, uh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing that I don't think anybody even conceived of happening on their Valentine's Day of all things. <laughs> Yep. Freaking cast announcements for the Fantastic Four movie that'll be Mm -hmm. out in 2025. Yeah. And they did it it uh, with this cute uh, Mm -hmm. retro uh, image of them in a a very retro home. And it's all done up for Valentine's Day and the little robots there. Mm -hmm. And and actually, you you went a step further. and, And I found this amazing. So I'll let you speak to your discovery, but you know, like there's been some question with this retro look, you know, are they, are we going to get time travel? Is it an yeah. alternate timeline or what have you? And I'm like, well, wait a second, you know, how do we have confirmation of when they are? And, and sure enough, it's, it's right there. If you're willing to look right. Yeah. Cause, cause not only was the, the furniture art deco, like the 1960s, um, you have the, um, the portrait on the back behind Ben Grimm of Ben Grimm pre-whatever transformation. It's right. the actor who plays him, which is a reminiscent to Neil Armstrong's, you know, NASA photo. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Grimm is literally reading a Life magazine with Lyndon B. Johnson on the cover. And I think if I remember correctly, because I, mind you, it's like out of sight, out of mind. It was uh, December 13th, 1969, I believe was the cover that was there and um it's things like that and i mean mind you the the costumes and everything are absolutely dated to that time it's the white go-go boots it's you know all of that stuff um but people like oh no it's probably just a reference and it could be a reference to every you know when they were made but i think they were made in like what 63 67 um and so 69 is not the right date for them to exist. If they're saying that the origin is just back, it's like, it's just a nod to Kirby. And um, so, yeah, so I I feel like we're going to have a a period piece. Uh, I know, Will, you responded to one of my videos and said that you think that, uh, that they're from a different reality. I really hope they're not. Yeah, but they probably are. I mean, Unless you, I just don't want to see some type of secret government. I don't want to see some type of contrivance made to where they are also uh, an entire family of people out of time. Okay. We already had that with Steve Rogers. I don't even think it's them out of time. Mind you, it could be another quantum realm type thing. You have a, you have a, you have a a group of individuals who oftentimes work with the government and the governments can be very secretive. Um, especially about the kind of work that causes super-powered beings, could have been covered up by S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and second of all, you know, uh, they're they're just, they're not necessarily, you know, frozen like Captain America, but they could have been somewhere in stasis for whatever reason, and then realizing that there's nothing that they can do to change their condition, they then come back. So, I mean, it's possible. 
anything is possible. But, you know, I just, I'm just saying. That's the easiest way to, like, just completely, like, disregard that. Like, yeah, every, anything's possible. I mean, anything's possible. But, uh, I mean, look, I think we will all agree that to a certain extent, Marvel does need to, by their own admission even, they need to kind of reclaim some lost ground. That is, so, you know, I'm, I, we're expecting to see more and more hits. And I, I gotta be honest, you know, as a person that enjoyed the movie when I saw it in theaters, I, I don't understand to some extent, other than the name and marketing, how the Marvels wasn't more popular than it was in theaters. Yeah, but, I know. And a lot of people are watching it and they're coming to that conclusion as well. Like, I don't understand why it received the hate that it did. Um, my only complaint, like, and I'm, I'm going to say this, I was excited about the Fantastic Four announcement, but I'm kind of, I, I think I'm the dissenting opinion when it comes to Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. And because uh, I remember when John Krasinski did his cameo as Reed Richards for the 16, what, 1638 or whatever it was, mm -hmm. universe. Um People were like, well, he's, you know, it, it makes sense they wouldn't want to cast him because they want to make it, you know, he'd be old. But then they referenced that they were thinking about doing Daniel Craig. And I'm like, can we please just get somebody who's young enough to do this thing for more than 10 years? Like, <laughs> Pedro Pascal is not a young man. And and so as much as he might be a great Reed Richards, I don't want him. I, I will be happy. Marvel has done a good job with choosing casting, but I don't think they're thinking longevity wise. I really feel like they're just getting it out of the way so that when they do secret wars, they can reboot everything and have everything live and happening at the exact same time and just start from square one. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But you have to remember that they are, they are going to be so panicky about casting, especially for this because of everything that came before it so you know because again the, the fantastic four there's some ground to reclaim there so i get what they're doing honestly speaking however i know that it was just a a fun fan casting thing that they did but i am a little disappointed honestly that it's not john krasinski because he really did fit the role that i was seeing and and that was exciting but you know at the same time you know i don't mm -hmm. it's not like he probably it, he wants it to be his thing so uh, that's fine. You know, I, all yeah. I'm saying is I, I look forward to seeing it. Uh, I, I can't wait, you know, and, but, you know, I'm kind of with you that I just don't, I, doesn't Pedro Pascal have too much work already? You know what I mean? Isn't he? Well, in, in the sense of like success, yes, I, I could say he has a lot of stuff. Like let's, my, my mentality has always been this. Let's, let's bring in some no names and let them, let them really lean into the characters and become a household name. Like, like I remember this Hugh Jackman was not a well-known name when X-Men first came out. Um, and, and he became popular with that. He did some hit, you know, some misses with like uh, Van Helsing and stuff, but um, ultimately he, he, he's one of the most popular, you know, actors and he owes his career to, you know, getting in as Wolverine and X-Men but if you really think about Pedro Pascal's work, could you really call it work? Like I get the last of us that he does have to do stuff because he's physically visible, but the Mandalorian, he's not really there. It's, no, it's his voice. So yeah. 
a good voice, but I wouldn't call that so much work as the rest of it is. Yeah, I don't. I we'll see. We'll see what 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 comes of it. You know, I honestly speaking, I just hope. Uh, and I apologize that I don't know the name of the actor, but I I just want somebody to say to either Ben Grimm or the thing in this movie, like they just call out cousin to him because his character is on. Uh, he plays a character on uh, the Hulu original or. I don't know what FX original, oh, the, the bear, the bear. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they just like cousin and that's what they say to get his attention. And, and I would love that nod to be in there, but that's just me being nerdy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because of the, how do I say this? Because of everything we have seen that has happened, they've already talked about having to slow down, but they've always been very FX heavy and mm-hmm. the movies always require a commitment. And if there's anything we got out of She-Hulk recently, it's that, you know, you, you can't cut corners on CG when you're already dealing with an uncanny valley situation. So I'm very interested to see what they do with the thing. I just hope some of it somehow is practical. So that way it's not all CG lifting. But I don't yeah, know how you I, do that. I I really liked um, the thing in the first Fantastic Four. I think they did a really good job, um, kind of translating it. It wasn't perfect. I want the big, the big rocky eyebrows. Like I love the image that they put on that that Valentine's post, um, and it looks like they're very going very comic booky. Um, but yeah, I I I kind of I kind of want I want the Marvel movies to be less spectacle when it comes to CGI. <laughs> By the way, I, you, you, I'm an, I'm an absolute idiot, dude. He's like, Oh, it'd be interesting to see what they Korg. We've already had Korg. We've already had a uh, rock man. So we know that this is, they're yeah, just Cronins are so different. Like that was the thing. Like, like fans for had a Cronin look for, for uh, Ben Grimm the thing like th- we saw that and and Korg is completely different and 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 honestly like they need to depart from it as much as possible so that we don't take it for granted i'm just saying ah darn it i stomped right on your joke um yeah i i i just feel like an idiot now really because it's like oh no 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 that's 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 already a thing we've seen they've made living rock people will we know that they can do this so yes pardon yes. me for being dumb oh by the way i never did get your vote which way do you think i should go i think i really should go the the shelves i like the shelves yeah okay good. i do like the shelves. You, but but at the same time i'll have the pedestals you, around you you them. won me over when it was the hexagon shape that went with the nano leaf like that 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 did it i'm all about kind of things translating into each other yeah, okay, they'll work really well. I think they'll blend in. Was there any other big entertainment news other than these things that just dropped? I can't think of anything else. Wolverine, Madam Web. Um, we talked about Vision Pros. Hey, you know what? With all this this Marvel hullabaloo that's been going on and and restructuring and anything, are are they still doing the? Uh, Oh God! What was the project? I was just thinking of it. Darn it! Now I lost it. How 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 did I lose a thought? Because of the end of the day. Well, that's why. Um, there was some project they were supposed to be working on, but it's oh, Vision Quest. 
Vision Pro, Vision Quest. Remember, there was supposed to be a, a Disney Plus original show that mm-hmm. I believe that was going to be centering around, I hate to put it this way, but like white vision that we got at the end of WandaVision. Yeah, because he unlocked the he unlocked the um the memories, but it didn't necessarily correlate with him as an individual. And it's kind of like him finding himself. I think it's still it's still penciled in. I don't think they've done production. I was surprised. I was surprised. It's hard when when news breaks about like a fatality during uh you know production or any anything. I was more surprised that they were they were already into Wonder Man. I completely forgot that that was even something that was happening um until they reported on the the fatality during production dude so uh, many things have gone on mm-hmm. it's just like oh wait a minute i forgot about there's that agatha tv show as well but that's still mm-hmm. that just brings me back to you yeah, put agatha uh, on then i'm, I'm it, wondering is it is it house of harkness coven of chaos or what with the dark hole diaries i think it is i, I don't i don't even remember what it is anymore it's there's agatha's they, they angst. the name so many times yeah Ag- Honestly, all I can say is this. If we do not get Agatha Harkness ended up ending up being a nanny for the Richards, I will be upset. Well, like, you're probably going to be, be upset thing. then, dude. That's be a thing. I'm, you're probably going to be upset. Let's face reality. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh, no. Uh, well, I, I mean, look, here's the thing with the, like, the state of actually. We're talking some, about Fantastic Four, and then you say, here's the thing. Some. Huh? Some really good news, though. There is one piece of entertainment news that I just realized did happen, uh, is that we got news that that Percy Jackson has been renewed for a oh, second season. Awesome. The, the Olympians awesome. shall return, which, which was great because they they had, I thought they did a stellar first season, having never read any of the books. Uh, I thought that the kid actors did a great job, wonderful show, and I was excited to hear that there's, you know, more to come. Obviously, another adaptation of another one of the books would be my guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, maybe, I don't know, the next one in the series. Uh, but but they really, they did so many things, obviously, if it pulls from the material, material originally did it, but still, there were so many clever things in that show that they condensed in there. So I'm glad to hear about that renewal. So it's good to know that some of the Disney money is going somewhere, but I don't know. I am, I'm still of the opinion and it's probably an imbalanced thing. So, you know, it's the reason why I'm not an executive at Disney, but I just feel like Disney Plus at least needs to have things staged so that way there there should always be something new dropping right after something finishes, right? So yeah. so you go from a Star Wars property into a Marvel property, into a Percy mm-hmm. Jackson, into something else. So there's always something in a genre theme coming out. So, you know, your high school musical, the musical, the series, people can have something, but you should yeah. always be coming out with some new material. And that's the reason why Netflix is probably both very cash poor, but also very popular. There's always something that's coming out. And I don't, I don't know that Disney plus is really hitting the mark. And lately I've been having the opinion that regardless of what rate I'm paying, I'm starting to think about canceling services until I, I need them again or they've got content again. So in other words, mm-hmm. you know, like forget about Netflix. I'm gonna we're gonna cut 
Netflix out, not going to have a Netflix account until there's something on Netflix that we want to watch or hear about. Same thing. Yeah, with, with I the, actually haven't been paying for Netflix for a couple months now. Yeah, see, like, because you're like, uh, and I've had and, and listen, I had Netflix as soon as they started, like I was getting my DVDs mailed to me. And I remember the streaming service was just a bunch of like C-list, D-list junk. And I, I think the, the 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 most impressive thing they had on there was um oh what's his name, um oh my goodness my mind just went blank. Well, that's a this gap. is gonna be the worst way to this is gonna be the worst way to, to say it. Um, Ender's Game. He was he was the 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 guy who won the first Formic War. In I can't remember his name now. It's uh Sir Ben Kingsley. He. Like I didn't think he was Trevor Slattery in the Marvel universe. Um, <laughs> so okay, so Ben that... Kingsley, Ben Kingsley did I think it was called Robot Overlords for Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, it's a great bad movie where basically the robots take over and everybody's on house arrest. Oh okay. And these kids decide to try to escape. It's. It's it's very strange. And Ben Kingsley plays an antagonist that is basically he's the sellout for the robot overlords. He's mm-hmm. he's a human that basically helps keep everybody in subjugation. Uh, OK, but like there were D-list movies like that. Like you probably have never heard of that film before nope. um, because that's all I Netflix had at the time. It was all the it was like the stuff that didn't make it to be a, a Sharknado. And then they started getting international films and it was it, it was it was it was only shortly after they stopped really doing more of the DVDs that the the streaming service even got good. Like it took a long time. And I I remember because you had to have the disc to be able to get into the Netflix streaming service. I just uh, I, I still don't understand how they have gone from that company that that did movies to this big content destination. But neither here nor there. I I. If it weren't, I'm telling you right now, if it weren't for the fact that Disney Plus was tied into my Hulu, I would probably not have an active subscription right now. I'm going to be no, honest. I, I can understand that. I mean, for me, it's it's easier for me. It's easier than for me to go and pull it off the shelf. But if I want to watch it in better quality, because let's face it, streaming movies are not a good quality even when they're in the HDR 4K version. Dude, but... I was so enraged when I got a new television and then I discovered that like the Fire TV stick itself is capped at 60 hertz for the refresh rate. So it's like I, I'm mm-hmm. never, and I would probably, I haven't tested it, but I probably should, but I should do one of the streaming services but use the resident app on the smart TV to see what the quality is like then. But the surprisingly, problem, but the, but the, the one that's the one that's the best is actually Max. Max has better quality than Netflix and Disney Plus. Damn. And but here's the upsetting thing too. Once I'm going from the TV, God, this sounds so bougie and privileged. My 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 hue gradient strip and lights that work with the uh, with the HDMI sync then won't work because they won't be getting signal because my TV doesn't have mm-hmm. a, a, a an HDMI out because why is it sending signal out? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so I can't have it route through the little smart box 
And and it all of these problems would be gone if I went with like the cheaper Govi ones that just use the camera. Five. Use huh? your PlayStation Five. Yeah, I could do that because then it would be 120 hertz, right? See, that's that's where. Oh, that's but wait! Where I... I I also just forgot to mention another thing too. The uh... <laughs> I could use the PlayStation Five, but again, also that box. The HDMI sync box, the Hue sync. is HM, capped. It's capped at 60K as well. Because I was just remembering that there was a splitter that I, I got. So that mm -hmm. way I could send signal out from the PS5 to the HDMI uh, box for the lights. But then I could run another video signal, full HD signal to the TV at the same time. See? So you can't see it, but behind me here, I have my digital receiver that you know does everything, and it does up to 4K. Um, it's not to 8K yet, which is probably the better option. But all of my cable, because because when I had the flood, I almost thought my my projector was ruined. And though it's not a 4K projector, it's uh, it's 1080p and it does a great job. Um, the cable that runs from the projector to the receiver and then from the receiver or from the PlayStation to the receiver, those are all AK HDMI cables. Um, because at some point when I do decide to upgrade the projector, that's going to be the case. So you just have to future proof your stuff. And those devices can be sometimes, you know, that you don't think about it. You don't think, oh, that's too much. You shouldn't pay that much to get something that's not even capable yet. No, get it get it if it's well if it's got a capability in the future it's you're just future proofing so you have to buy something later on down the road well that's what killed me when i found out about the hue sync thing was that it's capped at 60k i'm like oh my gosh why is that but i bet you there's a reason i bet you there's a computing reason they're capping it because mm -hmm. the technology probably can't keep up with the higher refresh rate also because the rgbic within those hue um those hue things are 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 not they, they, they can't work on the spectrum of color that everything else has. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, no, we, we, we're, no, no, this is, this is just, it's just the way it is. No, you guys are slowing the tech down. So that way you can keep up with it. I get it. I got to mm -hmm. have my fancy lights. So whatever. Okay. And let me tell you, so let me tell <laughs> I don't you care something. About them. I, I love them. I love them so much. Anytime you watch anything where there is a lightsaber battle or a laser or, or a phaser fight or laser fight, mm -hmm. it is just, it is, or explosions or anything else. It is just so amazing that, that you get to extend the experience. The only thing that drives my wife nuts is that I'll, you know, I, I want to turn all the lights off. So that way we're just getting the TV and the lights uh, effects around it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and she doesn't cotton to that. She just doesn't. That's, that's the thing. Like, you know, what's really sad. Like I was excited to get a PS five. I got the PS five. Um, it's AK. The only thing that it doesn't do is it won't do 3d. And that doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but I love my 3d kind of like you love your hue lights, mm -hmm. uh, because there are movies that I would rather enjoy the depth of the movie and I have my projector is a 1080p, but it's got it's got active shutter lenses for 3D. The one the the 4K projector that I want to get does have 3D capability, you know, down the road. So I still want to stick with with the 3D. But in order for me to do it, again, you can't see it. I have my PS3 sitting on my laserdisc player, so I can at least play 3D Blu-rays. Oh my gosh! Listen to listen to that. 
the the PS3 sitting on top of the laser disc player, which is right next to the record player. Oh, sweet you lord! Know, so, oh my yeah. gosh, sir, you which I, is designed I, to look like a Mustang. I thought I was a tech junkie, but now we know you just you must have all of the video formats, and you must have them now. Oh, all of the technology. Listen, I have a Stream Deck that I have sitting on my desk that does nothing for me right now because it doesn't work with my Restream. So. <laughs> Every so often, when my kid's in the room and he drives me nuts, I hit the button that says "bruh" and he gets excited. Hey, that's th- what I—that's what I spend that money for. Matt Cat Matt Got Hose also gave us a five-star uh, review on Spotify. Thank you so much, bro. Oh, really thank you so much. It. Yeah, you—I love the interactivity. It, it always it always sparks my my fancy. I don't know what that means. Besides, Matt, if you, I, I'm really interested in seeing you based off your name, I, I really feel like I need to get some gardening tips from you. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, the dude has got he's got the touch and he's got the power. Hey, uh, one last thing before we go, want to remind everybody, uh, especially from the man's mouth themselves, uh, Tony, where can everyone find you? Okay, so one of the places you can find me is through Nerd Initiative, of course, the Nerd Initiative YouTube or Nerd Initiative channel on YouTube. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Barely on Instagram and Twitter, uh, but you can find me at Mr. Marvelite. And then I am kind of journeying back into the Patreon realm to actually make content. And so I'm going to be chronicling. You can't tell now because there's nothing here. Um, but I have a uh, old poker table that I was able to pick up for free. And I'm going to repurpose it into a tabletop role-playing game slash board game table with a built-in TV display to be able to project the board games onto the tabletop. Uh, and I'm going to be chronicling that journey. I'm going to be teasing it on TikTok. I'm going to be chronicling it through Patreon. And then when I'm done with doing all of the chronicling, I'm going to be doing a, a full-fledged, like, you know, process video and then throwing that on the Nerd Initiative YouTube. Was that what you're thinking, Will? Because I could keep talking. You don't want me to. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Was just okay. tell them, tell them where you can find you. So, hunt yes. him out, Mister Marvelite is is the way you can find him. Real easy, real easy. Mm-hmm. Names in the show description as well, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to make sure we pointed everyone uh, out that, and, and also smart move, uh, doing things for your Patreon supporters because they're the ones that pay you directly for your entertainment. So yeah, uh, and I honestly have to say, I I could learn a whole lot more from you, like you know, build you know, smelting my own challenge coins and. And doing some amazing things. So uh gotta learn from the best, especially from netheads. You're just gonna go broke. That's what it is. You're gonna go broke. You're gonna have the best of intentions and then you're gonna go broke. So Yes, but then you can smelt other things. You don't have to just smelt challenge points. True, true. If I if I were to develop my skills, but no, you're gonna go broke. Anyway, <laughs> uh thank you uh, everyone for tuning in to this very special episode of netheads uh best wishes out to uh trent if you can go on to whatever social medias you're following give the guy a shout out just give him a hey give him a thumbs up let him know he's loved in the meantime thank you so much for dropping in tonight tony i really appreciate it absolutely thank you i love being trent's body double so i you know anytime no you're a person i like to talk to is what it is that's the blend you see and i'll also mm-hmm. don't forget uh by the way over on the nerd initiative youtube and i'm sure many other places uh you can catch me guesting on fandoms with tony uh tomorrow mm-hmm. night so and it'll be definitely not this it will be his thing his way he's in control he can even turn my yeah. camera off 
but you know, I will say you're at least doing it right because I was about to ask Rich to post something up, but mm, I I don't have a Rich doing the show. I got all these the stream decks for me. By the yeah, way, I will I will say like Rich is a lifesaver. The man the man makes it so easy for me to sit here and actually look like I'm doing things with that. Like I can't I can't imagine how stressful this is. You changing the cameras and. And everything else, you're doing such a great job. I have to have somebody help me. I'm, well, it's because I can just press buttons to do it. I press the buttons that the things go. Uh, that's why I have the stream deck. And I don't mean to break your brain, but the exact same way that you're watching me now uh, through the virtual camera of OBS, technically speaking, I bet you you could use that virtual camera as your camera within Restream. And then at least in in your little tiny box, you can control and do things with it and pop things up. Yeah, that's a I'm possibility. I'm just saying, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I did contemplate it a little bit, but, and if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, my Patreon supporters, uh, over, uh, NetHeads on air, uh, pretty much anywhere out there, uh, or you can go to netheadsonair.com for, to find all the other places to go. Uh, and, um, Yeah. I'm sorry. I lost my thought again because it's late and I'm tired. Uh, but the whole point is thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Tony. And uh, we'll be back soon. Yeah. That's it. We'll be back soon. Yeah. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip. Only at Smodcast.com. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an absolute idiot because I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, it's so easy. Press the buttons. And then I take the longest time to find the very button that's just right here in front of my yeah, face. I, I was trying to figure out what you're doing because you're sitting there looking down and you're like, and we'll be back. Soon? 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 Because I'm like, do I press Soon. this button? Yeah. So tell us again yeah. how easy it is. Oh, great master. <laughs> yeah, like like school me. Yeah, yeah. School me, <laughs> sen school me senpai. School me.